The following is general advice only and should not be construed as accounting, legal, or any other professional advice. The details of your situation are fact-dependent, and you are advised to seek the help of a competent professional. What is happening, everyone? Welcome back to another action-packed edition of CP Review, the official podcast of another71.com. As always, I'm your humble host, Jeff Elliott, a licensed CPA in the state of Kansas by the grace of God and to the chagrin of many. Happy Monday to you. Today is Monday, May 8th, 2017. On today's show, you have some CPA exam questions. Hopefully, I have some answers. So let's get started. Holly writes in, I am a recent college graduate going to work for a big four accounting firm in the fall because I have some time before then. I budgeted four months to take all four sections of the CPA. I started with the beast and I studied for far. I really put in the time and took the exam last week, but I cannot shake the feeling that I failed and it's weighing heavily on me. Because of the new exam format and changes, however, my score is being held for 10 weeks until mid-August. By then, I I would have hopefully taken all four sections without knowing any of my scores. This is a terrible feeling because I am starting to become unmotivated without knowing if I am tracking score-wise. And worst case, if I fail, I would have to restudy old material instead of it being fresh in my mind. How do I stay motivated not knowing any of, any of my scores? And should I take far again before I get my score back in August because I think I failed while it's still fresh in my mind? Well, back in my day, you know, when we had to walk uphill both ways through the snow, <laughs> take the CPA exam on an abacus, I think that's what they're called. <laughs> so back in my day, like 2008-ish, oftentimes you wouldn't know your score for like eight weeks. So um, those old schoolers <laughs> like myself, like we, we kind of feel sorry for you, but not really. So uh, back, in my, back in the day, we took, um, scores came out in two waves, wave one and wave two, and you didn't like... Um, today, you know exactly what day your score is going to come out. Back then, we had wave one and wave two. And so you would wait anxiously. Okay, is my score going to come out tonight? Oh, it didn't. I am actually wave two, which is in like four or five weeks. I'll wait some more. So I know, I know exactly what it's like to take your exam and then have to study for other exams, not knowing whether or not you passed. And I really don't think, I, I understand from a motivational standpoint, you like to know, but you just have to assume the best. So even like in FAR, you had a bad exam, assume the best, like assume you squeaked by with a 76, okay? And keep going because what's going to happen is your, your doubts and your frustrations are going to sabotage the rest of your exam scores. And let's say you failed FAR. Well, instead of failing one, you're going to fail all four. So easier said than done. I know, but you have to block it out of your mind and just move on. Like thousands of candidates, probably literally hundreds of thousands of candidates have done before you because like 90,000 people take the exam every year, give or take. So hundreds of thousands of candidates have, have, have done before you and you can do it as well. Um, you cannot take a section. You, you cannot reset for an exam section until you get your score back because you can't get another NTS until 
you either have uh, until it says that you have your until you've passed or failed or whatever. So hang in there, Holly. You'll be all right. Ed says, I graduated college in 2006. I took the summer off and then started studying. I took all four parts and failed. Then I took audit in FAR and passed. I could not pass BEC and regulation before losing credit. Two years had gone by and I gave up. Now I'm looking to get back into studying and passing the exam. For the four sections of the test, what order should I take them? FAR, auditing, regulation, and BEC. FAR, auditing, reg, and BEC. There's some overlap between FAR and auditing. There's also some overlap between FAR and regulation because deferred tax assets, if you take regulation after you've taken FAR, you'll kind of understand what those are, but that's just, that's a very minute bit of overlap. Um, So take FAR, then auditing, then regulation, and then BEC. Priscilla writes in, I am currently studying for regulation using Roger CPA Review, and I am a divorced single mother with a five-year-old princess. However, I am currently not working, so I can, I can completely focus on my CPA exam. I'm sitting for regulation on May 30th, and I'm currently on Section 5, Estates, Trusts, and Gift Taxes, out of 21 sections. How should I tackle the rest of my studying. I am nervous and believe it's way too much material to cover by May 30th. Should I reschedule regulation for July 2017? I graduated with my accounting degree in 08 and will will be doing my MAC once I am done studying for the CPA exam. Okay, um, first question, you should keep your exam for May 30th and under no circumstances do you reschedule, like unless it's like an emergency and you have to. if you, if you don't keep your date and the studying gets hard and stressful, you will just punt and you'll keep pushing it back and pushing it back. Keep your date, work hard. You are, you are studying full time. So you have like three weeks and there's really no reason why you can't get through all of your material in the next week, you know, put in a 40 or 50 hour week. Sure. You can do that. Like treat it like your full time job. Leave the house if you have to. And that's always recommended too, because you need that mental barrier. Hey, I'm going to work today uh, versus, hey, um, I'm, sitting, I'm sitting on the same couch that I watched Netflix last night before I went to bed. You need that mental shift. And so you're on section five out of 21. You have 16 sections to get through in a week. Knock those out. Those are your videos. Then hit your MCQs really hard for a week. And then do your final review for a week. Since you are working or since you are studying full time, you can spend about a week on your on the rest of your on the rest of your videos. Spend a week on your MCQs, and then spend a week reviewing, and you should be just fine. And then your final point was that you were going to take you were going to get your Mac after after becoming a CPA. I would push back on that and ask why. Normally, people get a Mac so that well, normally people need 150 hours, so they might as well get a Mac just so that they don't count, so the, the hours aren't wasted. Okay, but um, is an employer really going to say uh, they have their CPA designation, (laughs) but wait, they have a MAC. They have a master's of accountancy. Now I'm really going to hire them. No, it's like, okay, their CPA and they have a MAC. Hmm, That's nice. Okay, like the, the amount of time and effort to get your MAC after passing the CPA exam 
um, is not going to translate into real world value. So, um, you know, even if it was free, like, like that's still like two years of your life, two years of, um, sorry, princess, mommy's got to study tonight. Um, sorry, princess, mom, mom has a class. Um, I have a final, sorry, like that's another two years of your life. It's another just, and, and so the opportunity cost just for your time alone does not, um, does not equal the value that the Mac will, um, boost your marketability in, in the job market. So I would not get a Mac after passing the CPA exam. I hope that's helpful. Hani says, I have a question for auditing. When an external auditor uses the work of the internal auditor, to whom does an internal auditor auditor report? All right, so the external auditor uses the work of an internal auditor if they feel like um, that the internal auditor is competent enough and has, this is not a technical term, but has the vibe of independence. <laughs> so basically, the external auditor can use the internal auditor to do some of the legwork, running, running some reports and stuff, to do some, some of the legwork for the audit. And it helps to make for a, a more efficient audit. It doesn't help its effectiveness. It, help it, it helps its efficiency. They can get it done faster. And, and so if they can use the internal auditor to do some, to do some of the legwork, obviously they can, the internal auditor cannot make any judgment calls or anything like that, but they can do some of the legwork. And, um, but what comes into play is the independence of the internal auditor. Obviously they are not independent because they are an employee of the company that's being audited. And so, uh, an external auditor will feel more comfortable using the work of an internal auditor. Um, if, like, for instance, if they report to the audit committee instead of the CFO or something like that, because if, if the CFO is pulling some shenanigans and if the person who is directly responsible for their, um, for their, for their work, for their, um, work reports, their, <laughs> their evaluations, there we go. That's the word I'm looking for. So if the CFO does the work evaluations for the internal auditor, then the internal auditor has some motivation to um, not rock the boat and maybe stay silent. Whereas if the internal auditor reports to the audit committee, then there is a more of a, again, technical term, a vibe of independence. And so um, the external auditor will feel more comfortable about using the work of the internal auditor. So hope that's helpful. Frank writes in, Probably, I'm not your typical CPA exam candidate. I'm in my late 30s and I have a senior corporate finance position and I have been a finance director in several countries. I have decided to take the CPA in the past four months and I was able to pass auditing and BEC. Currently, my time is flexible and sometimes I can study during the day. I have been offered a senior position as a regional financial director for an international market. Likely, this opportunity will disrupt my studies. What will be your, your advice? Take the new role or pass the two exams and see what happens job-wise. My audit credit expires August of 2018. Okay. So taking the better job will impact your ability to study for the CPA exam. But the whole point of studying for the CPA exam in the first place, you didn't really need it. You just want to be more marketable um, as a financial director. Well, 
I'm assuming that this is the job that you want, or this is a this is a step in the ladder towards that end. And I would, if it were me, obviously you you know what your unique goals and needs are. If it were me, I would take the new position. And if the CPA exam fit into it, then then I would continue to study. If not, hey, worst case scenario, you have to pass in another two sections. But I would not pass over the job that you want or the job that is a means to where you want to be in order to keep studying for the CPA exam, which may or may not help you get a similar job in the future. Best wishes to you and your decision. Daniel says, I have 14 days to study for auditing. Unfortunately, I kept delaying the exam due to work. I have an internship. I'm now free from, free from work. Is it, do, is, it, is it doable to finish auditing in 14 days? I have bought the Ninja Notes and was wondering if I should even watch the Becker videos or just do Ninja Notes and Becker MCQs. 14 days, I would... I would read your Ninja Notes as many times as possible and get through your Becker MCQ as many times as possible and then do that in a week and then spend the, spend your final week doing a final review. Uh, I don't think you have time to watch all of your videos. However, let's see, you are taking which exam again? Auditing. Okay. So if there is a section of auditing that you are struggling with, let's say audit sampling or the relationships between detection risk and audit risk and all of that. Like, let's say that there's an area that you feel weak on and on exam day, you just pray that you don't get a simulation over that. I would watch your Becker videos over those specific topics and take notes and then continue to read the Ninja notes and work your Becker MCQ. Hope that's helpful. Tracy writes in, I am scheduled to take regulation on July 3rd. All CPA reviews say that the first half of the year is tax from 2016 and the second half is 2017. So here I am thinking I'm going to have to study in three days those changes. How familiar are you with this transition in the past with candidates along the journey? I know it shouldn't be major changes, mostly thresholds and stuff. However, this is the CPA exam and I walked out of BEC thinking it was easy only to open the score to see a 75. (laughs) That's pretty good. So you can understand my concern. Also, with these changes, will you be updating the Ninja Notes? If you say July 1st, I may cry. <laughs> I hope to rewrite about two weeks before, and I think it would be awesome if the updates are released before so I can get familiar. Thanks for your response. Keep up the great work. Your story is very inspiring. Thank you, Tracy. Okay. Um, so the exam window ends like December, or <clears throat> excuse me, May 30th or 31st, whichever one it is. Let's assume May 31st. Um, and... Most of your CPA review courses, including Ninja, will have the tax updates out by very early June. And so you should be able to study. Should not be an issue. You're correct. The The tax law changes are typically, like let's say, and I haven't even looked at the estate or the, the uh, 2017 tax law changes yet. Um, plenty of time for that here in, here in coming weeks. But let's say that the estate tax threshold changes, and it typically does. So I would know that. 179 deduction. If that changes, I would I would know that. And like if if Congress did away with some things that were previously deductible, I would know that. 
the 2017 tax law changes will not be a huge deal. And so yeah, Ninja Notes will be out and updated early June. And so while while um, BEC may have surprised you, you shouldn't be surprised for regulation. So congrats on passing BEC, by the way. Hope that's helpful. Carol says, I want to study for BEC using my Glime materials as well as the Ninja Audio. How do I approach that? Um, follow the Ninja framework using your Glime materials. If you don't have, well, if you have, the Ninja, if you have the Ninja Audio, you should have the Ninja framework. It's free on, another, on another71.com. Apply the Ninja framework to your Glime materials. I believe it is the best frame, framework. Um, it's just the, the best methodology for applying your study materials. Um, Ninja Audio. So I would, I would literally just listen to it as many times as possible. Start on chapter one in the Ninja Audio. Even if you haven't studied that section in Glime, just listen to it and try to listen to it as many times as possible. You will find that as you work through your Glime materials, that because you've listened to the, to the Ninja Audio, um, you've like, you've already covered it a little bit. So the material will stick better. Okay. So hope that's helpful. Listen to it as many times as possible. Abdi says, I need to pass FAR, plain and simple. I took it in December and scored a 68. I couldn't really study during during busy season and put it off for a while. I have the exam scheduled for May 31st, but I don't want to move on to my new Becker software. I like the format of my old book. I've also seen on, on another 71 the video on the content changes and there wasn't much of a change. Do you recommend sticking with my old book and notes and answering MCQs and Sims of the new Becker update? I don't want to watch any, any of the lectures besides the governmental section. So, score a 68. Don't want to switch over to the new software. You like the old book. Man, if, I, if it were me, I would switch. So, I know you don't want to, but... I would just do it. So, um, you know, change is tough. And if you like a certain format and the, the format changes, um, you know, <laughs> welcome, to, welcome to the world of um, all of the CPU review providers who had pretty good software in place and then the exam changed. Yeah, change isn't fun. And so, but you have to adapt or die. So, um, anyway, um, so yeah, I would switch to the new Becker format and just roll with it and pass. Brooke says, I need your professional advice on my CP exam situation. I've taken regulation twice and failed each time. I have scheduled to take auditing twice and never went to the exam. Ooh. Now my study material has expired and I don't know what to do. I don't want to sink a bunch of money into it again. And yet at the same time, I really want to get this on and get this passed and move on with my life. I would like to take regulation by the end of May, but I don't know if that's reasonable. If not, I'm thinking regulation at the, at the beginning of July and audit or BEC at the end of August. Then audit or BEC at the beginning of October and FAR in November. What do you think about this? What are your opinions on the order of the tests? Instead of sinking a bunch of money into study materials, I was thinking about still using my Becker books in addition to Ninja Notes and Ninja MCQ. What do you think about this approach? I know the exam changed in my structure, but my Becker books should still be accurate for the information covered. All right. Okay. Well, Brooke, your biggest 
issue that you're facing is motivation to study, stick with the plan, and carry it through to the end and through exam day. So um, it is, it's early May. It's, it, it will soon be mid-May. Is it too late to take regulations, study for regulation? I would say yes. However, I think, I think you can sneak in auditing in three weeks if you really, really, really bust it. If you're not, gonna, if you're not going to bust it, don't even try. I would start studying for regulation now and take it um, early July, as you said. If you want to sneak in a, an exam by the end of May, take auditing. I, I studied for auditing in three weeks, two and a half, three weeks, um, because I procrastinated and I ended up passing. Um, but I worked really hard. And coincidentally, I used the BISC videos, which are now the Ninja Plus videos. Nice little marketing plug there. I used the BISC videos to pass far and to pass auditing in two and a half, three weeks. And so maybe you get those too, maybe not. And you said you can get your updated Becker books. That's fine. Ninja MCQ, Ninja Notes. I would do Ninja, Ninja Notes, Ninja MCQ, and then your Becker book for auditing instead. And if not, obviously take regulation. Start now on regulation and take it in July. And hey, stay motivated. Stay for the CPA exam is not fun. It's tough. It's really expensive. There's a thousand other things, a million other things that you'd rather do than spend $250, $275, whatever it is now on an NTS and expensive review courses. You know, I, I understand it makes you want to barf. Uh, makes everyone want to barf. Um, but it will be well worth it when you're on the other side of things. So stay with it. Philip writes in, I don't really have a question, but a thank you for your amazing product. I debated about whether or not to include this, but eh, why not? <laughs> I was a working student and my grades for my undergraduate were not stellar. I found a, I found a start of my career in government, did not start taking the exam. Um, I started using Becker, but um, I added the Ninja product and, and it allowed me to use your question bank and focus on the topics that I could not grasp fully. And I like your references and the text in relating to the questions that I did not correctly answer. I managed to finish my CPA exams before the update. So, all right. Congrats, Philip. <laughs> Thank you. I just feel like including that. So, all right. Daniel writes in. On to questions. Daniel writes in. I've passed auditing and recently passed BEC, and now I'm moving on to FAR. So passed auditing and BEC, moving on to FAR. I failed FAR twice in the past, the last time of the 73, but I'm determined to pass my next retake on July 3rd. However, every time I sit down at the library to study after work, I crack open the material, but cannot focus. I literally open up my study materials, watch a video or two, or read a page, and none of it is really sinking in, and I waste so much time trying to get into the material then after an hour or so i just pack it up and go home and say okay <laughs> say okay maybe tomorrow some days i don't even open up the material at all i also just got a promotion at work so i'm transitioning to a new position with all the work and stress that comes with that lastly i just want to go out and have a beer after work or hang out with the wife friends family or binge watch the sopranos i guess i'm kind of lost i've lost steam i know i still have time but i'm afraid that if i can't get into a study routine soon I won't be prepared, especially with a new exam format. I really, really, really want to pass this section in July. I'm looking for tips on how to reset and study the, study the material. 
Well, it could be that studying after work is not for you. Of course, studying after work isn't for anyone. So, you know, I'm sure people would be like, cry me a river, dude. Just get in there and study. Um, there are certain tasks that I do, like, like for my business that I hate, that I, that I don't enjoy doing. And so if I do them in the morning, I'm more apt to do them uh, versus in the afternoon where, I'm, where it takes me like five Red Bulls just to get the, up the motivation. And, and so maybe you need to study more in the morning and maybe you need to study at, at lunch if you can. Um, and, and if you can't motivate yourself to study after work, then maybe you need to bribe yourself. Like if I get through this many videos or take this many pages of notes or get through this many multiple choice questions or Sims, then I get to, <laughs> um, I get to have that beer or I get to go to orange leaf or I get to do whatever. You should probably get home and you should probably go home, pick up your wife, take her to orange leaf or to get a beer. <laughs> That's what you should do. Um, I think you will enjoy studying more or tolerate it more if you have a budget, a strict study budget. Because if it feels like you just have to study for as long as you can, as many hours as you can, versus, hey, I have to fit in 20 hours a week. And so each hour that you study is um, helps you to get towards that goal. And once you're done, you're done. So you can have your weekend. And I, I would set a study budget on another71.com. I have the L plan, the early lunch, late plan, and it happens to tie into the first three letters of my last name, so that's convenient. Um, so you can schedule using the L plan with a Ninja Study Planner, and that's another trick I would I would do to budget your time, like budgeting your money. When you when you budget your money, you feel like you got a raise. When you budget your CPA exam study time, you'll feel like you have more time to do to like live life. And I would also um, say, you know what, Friday night, I'm not studying ever. I'm taking wifey out on a date, going to Orange Leaf. <laughs> no, take her out to a restaurant and have fun. And study for four hours Saturday afternoon, take the rest of the day off. Study for four hours Sunday afternoon, take the rest of the day off. Be realistic with your study schedule. Um, and I think if you can actually sneak some life in while studying for the CP exam, you will hate it less. Final question. Rich writes in, my scores are as follows using Becker. BEC, 69. FAR, auditing and regulation, 72. I need to get over the hump. What is your suggestion for the best ninja package to use? I need to pass all four sections by September 30th of 2017. If you're going to keep using Becker as your full review course, then I would get the Ninja Notes and Ninja MCQ. And if you have a commute, than the Ninja Audio as well. If you're going to use Ninja, uh, if you want to use some elements of Becker and study with Ninja as your full-time package, then I would get the 10-point combo. Um, it includes the book, the Ninja Plus videos, the Ninja Blitz Cram, the Ninja Audio, Ninja Notes, Ninja MCQ, etc., etc., the Ninja Mobile Flashcards, and all that. So, and so if you're going to use it as a supplement, Ninja Notes and Ninja MCQ as a minimum. Um, I'm biased because it's my product, so I say Ninja Audio as well. Um, you can test drive it on another71.com and see if you'll actually use it as you commute. If you're going to use it as a full study program, use 
the 10 point combo. All right, that does it for this edition of CPU Reviewed. I hope this has been help- helpful. If you have a question, if you need some help, if you want to be on the podcast, go to another71.com and click Ask Jeff at the top of the page, and it will appear in a future edition of the podcast, hopefully the next one. I'm trying, trying to do them weekly now. I hope this has been helpful, everyone. So be good, take care, and I will talk to you soon. Yeah, it ain't easy now, but it'll be harder soon. 2017's right around the corner, dude. Don't wait until it's too late, that ain't cool. Listen to my rhymes and you could be a ninja too. This new exam is about to stress you out, man. That's why I'm here and I'm warning you now, man. It's gonna be more advanced, no doubt. Yeah, so the exam, you better take the thing now, man. Higher order cognitive skills, oh no. The four existing sections got my mind blown. The new blueprints, they make it really scare me. That's why I'm taking my exam, it's 2016. Task-based simulations, they got them planned. Added to the PEC section, oh man. Total test time will increase by two hours. 16 hours, man, it sounds kind of sour. It's gonna change, yeah man, it's gonna change In 2017, it ain't gonna be the same You better take it now and become a CPA Cause in a little while, things are really gonna change Yeah, it's gonna change, yeah man, it's gonna change In 2017, it ain't gonna be the same You better take it now and become a CPA Cause in a little while, things are really gonna change The way yeah. they test your skill level's gonna be changed And get ready for analysis and evaluation Remembering and understanding and application This 2017 exam is so bad tasting No more CSOs, now they got blueprints Trying to keep things fresh just like a new man But see, I don't want change, I don't wanna do this 2016's all for me, I'm so cool with it And now they got document review Simulation, testing, application, analysis, and evaluation. Increased time allocation, scoring weights changing. And $20 more to take the test up straight. Hating. It's gonna change, yeah, man, it's gonna change. In 2017, it ain't gonna be the same. You better take it now and become a CPA. Cause in a little while, things are really gonna change. Yeah, it's gonna change, yeah, man, it's gonna change. In 2017, it ain't gonna be the same. You better take it now and become a CPA. Cause in a little while, things are really gonna change. Yeah. Go to another71.com and join our CPA exam forum and study groups. It's the largest CPA exam community on the planet.